Welcome to The Peer Perspective. This podcast is brought to you by Ascend Mental Wellness. It is based on lived experience and personal perspectives. It is not intended to replace therapy or medical advice. I'm your host, Ginger Miller. And I am her co-host, Michelle Morehouse. Welcome to today's show, Horticultural Therapy and How It Benefits Those in Recovery. We will discuss the benefits of horticulture therapy and how it assists in the recovery of mental health and addiction. Guest today is Kay Winnie, our garden coordinator for our wellness garden at Ascend. Kay, can you tell us a little bit about your role and what you do? As the garden coordinator, I'm responsible for coordinating social events within the wellness garden, including the spring plant sale, weekly farmer's market, and the harvest party. I also coordinate with local environmental and agricultural organizations to make sure we're following best practices. Kay, can you tell us a little bit about what horticultural therapy is? So horticultural therapy is a professional practice that combines the cultivation of plants and gardening um, with social services to help improve the mental and physical health practice gained uh, acceptance in the 40s and 50s where it was used as re rehabilitative care for hospitalized war veterans, but now garden therapy programs can be found in assisted living communities, specialized schools, um, and in day programs serving adults with intellectual disabilities. How does our agency utilize the wellness garden to contribute to the recovery process for individuals struggling with either mental health or addiction, or both. Ascend has a beautiful green space at 230 Maple Street where we have a high tunnel um, where we do market gardening. Um, it's a great opportunity for members to really get their hands uh, working on a project, get their minds focused um, on a daily tasks uh, that can help with individuals struggling with mental health um, and or addiction. I have several individuals that I um, work with that are part of that program and I know they absolutely count on it. It's a big part of um, what they use as their tools for coping, managing for a lot of things. Can you describe the layout of the wellness garden? Our wellness garden, um, we're really trying to make more of like a circular kind of um, economy where we can start with planting our seeds in the germination station um, where they will grow until they're large enough to either be transplanted into our raised beds in the perennial garden or into the high tunnel that we have for our market garden. Um, after plants have been harvested, they then go to our composting program that we have started implementing, and the food that we grow goes back into our lunch program at Eastside Center. What role does horticultural therapy play in promoting a sense of purpose and fulfillment for individuals? Um, so research studies have shown that gardening can reduce stress and lower blood pressure, 
It's the human connection to the natural world. Gardening can help us to refocus our minds and bodies on purposeful tasks that promote calmness and self-satisfaction. It can improve our mood and stimulate the senses. That's exactly what I've had some of the people I work with um, tell me is that some of the benefits for them and being in the garden. That connection to earth is a big one I've heard a couple of people talk about. Another one is the calming, kind of almost like a meditative thing for them once they get their hands in the dirt or on the plants and doing things. So I, I, I definitely hear those results that, that you explained uh, from the individuals that I work with that are in your program. What are the key benefits of using horticultural therapy as a tool? Some of the most important benefits I've noticed have been um, reducing stress and um, increasing engagement through plants and through um, starting seeds through working in the garden and you know lifting heavy things and um, all of that is, is a great way for people to learn to work together. Um, I've also noticed that it's a great way for people to kind of let their guard down. Um, sometimes we build up these walls when we're surrounded in um, by a bunch of different um, settings and a bunch of different personalities and when we're working on a project together, especially one that requires physical effort, um, it's easier for us to break down our walls and to really start to um, open up and connect with other people. And some of them ha that I talked to have said how much of a part of the community. They feel like it's a little community. They feel connected to it. Um, and that, that's a big part of their support and gives them purpose. Some of them know that, you know, my, my task is to weed so I'm, i've got to be out there every so many days or whatever working on weeding our minds to water and i've got to make sure the plants are watered so they like having the responsibility the connection working as a team they enjoy seeing the first sprouts coming through you know we planted the other day they'll tell me about it and come back you know a couple weeks later the sprouts are coming up or they're about ready to put in the ground they, they like coming back and telling me about the progress that's being made they see progress with their for their efforts that they're putting in and they really count on that they love that um, especially harvest time now ginger you just talked about they love seeing that progress of their efforts do you think that's a way of them individuals reflecting on their own progress that is the intention. What we try to do in the program is to really recognize all of those efforts that we are putting into the garden and really celebrating those um, efforts that we're putting in. That way we can teach ourselves, maybe subconsciously, to also you know, celebrate our own wins and our, our own successes and, and recognize all of our own struggles that we're going through um, and seeing that with some time and dedication the ones that I work with that are part of the garden um, club it gives me another tool to help them when they you know maybe are getting down on themselves you know I, I should have gotten this done or I should have done that or whatever um, or they've got goals and they don't feel like they're accomplishing them it's an easy way to make a reference to something that they understand well 
when you put the seeds in the ground, it takes a couple couple weeks before you start seeing any sprouts. So it's the same thing with your goal. You know, you've, once you've done this, you've got to wait for the phone call back or you've got to, so it's a great tool for me to be able to help them with reasoning with their own progress and goals and things. What are some examples of the activities you do in the wellness garden that are effective in supporting the individuals that we serve? One of the best examples that we have is the garden club meeting we hold twice a month. And that's a great opportunity for garden club members to get together and we can talk about um, any projects that we would like to work on within the last month. I try to start garden club meetings with a positive, um, things that we did very successful the last month. And then um, at the next meeting, um, we can talk about what we would like to accomplish. Um, some of the projects that we have been able to accomplish were a grant funded by Soil and Water Conservation District to build a tumbling composter. This tumbling composter uh, is much easier for our members to be able to turn. Um, and the compost that we get at the end of it ends up going back into our garden um, as nutrients. It's a great uh, learning opportunity for our members to see how nutrient cycles on our, in our garden. Uh, they are also participating from the propagation of plants uh, in early spring all the way through the growing season to harvest where we process the vegetables from our market garden and then are selling them at our harvest market. What are some of the processing activities you have done this year? We have made so much stuff this year. We've made garlic basil tomato sauce. We have made spicy pickled dilly beans, which are pickled green beans. We've made yellow tomato salsa. We've made applesauce, um, blueberry lemon jam, mint infused sugar, and a number of other delicious dishes made from the, the vegetables themselves in our lunch program. Aside from that, what are some of the outside activities you've brought in for the uh, wellness garden? I've worked really closely with our program coordinator, Amy Wood, um, and with working with Comfort Food Community. They are a pantry uh, based out of Greenwich, um, but they have started developing their mobile food pantry program um, and we're looking forward to hosting them at Eastside Center again next month um, where they do a mobile food pantry offered to our members. Have they brought in any other activities that they've done with the members? They have. They've also done a cooking group where they bring all the ingredients with them and they teach the members how to make something, I think last time was pumpkin pancakes. Um, but they can learn to make a dish and then they are provided a bag with all of the ingredients to take home and make at home. What other um, activities may you do? Say it's a rainy day and 
you guys can't get out in the garden or it's winter time like this, what indoor activities do you do with some of the garden club members? Do you do art projects? Do you do uh, learning projects, educational? Right, so winter time is actually a great, everyone thinks that the, the garden is sleeping and it might, it might be, but that doesn't mean that gardeners are sleeping during the winter time. Um, this is actually the times when our creativity can start to run wild. Um, so with that being said, um, in order to stay focused on all of the things that we would like to do within the next year, uh, journaling is a great way to get all of the thoughts and ideas and plans that you have for the new year, everything that went bad the last year, everything that's going or you would like to go well in the next year. Um, journaling and, and writing it all down is a great way to really solidify the intention um, and a great way to keep you focused when you have all of these things that start coming up in the new year. For January, for our next Garden Club meeting, we are going to be doing vision boards. Just a similar idea. We have all of these great ideas that we, we want to see happen for us in our future in the garden. Um, so create of that visual representation of, of what that's going to look like and how you're going to make that happen. And having these vision boards in front of you all the time is going to be that constant reminder work a little bit harder every day towards those goals. I love when you guys incorporated a little bit of the garden into some of our arts and crafts. Like when we did the, uh, Michelle, you came in and did the soaps. Yes. And yes. we added some of the herbs from the garden to yep. some of those soaps. That was really fun. And another time I saw you dry, um, drying, I think it was oranges or apples or something to make like a potpourri. I love how the garden gets incorporated into some of the art projects too. And it's a very natural way to bring stuff in. We don't have to get like outside materials. We're able to be very regenerative in the materials we use, especially whether some are from the garden or some are left over from lunches or things that we use before it goes to composter. Like Kay was saying, and that was really neat. I mean, they used the, it was the apple and orange garland that they used at Thanksgiving. And they put it right in the cafe. And I think that was really neat because you got to kind of test the dehydrator a little bit. Have a lot of um, members, both in the garden club and at Eastside, been enjoying how you've been utilizing the dehydrator for a lot of the different produce that comes from the garden? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and we've been able to extend the shelf life of a lot of the products and a lot of the produce that we are growing. It really helps to tie back in that self-sufficiency um, and help to building skills um, that, that can help people moving forward. I think that it's also a great way to include other senses into art projects, um, having these natural elements. It's um, 
not only like a touch sensory, but um, like a smell sensory that you can add to art projects that maybe we don't always get the opportunity to, especially with taste. Um, it's not usually one of those senses that you can incorporate into art projects, but when you can bring these natural organic elements into it, you can really just expand on, on what's already there. It sounds like our wellness garden ha fits into so many different facets at Eastside and a lot of different projects. It gets utilized so much more than someone would think aside from going out and just gardening and planting the harvest. You utilize the produce to cut down on spending for foods. We're more sustainable in that aspect as an agency. We are able to give people, like you said, life skills. The garden does that life skills aspect too. And again, it goes back to any of those art projects as well. So it's really nice to see that kind of connection across the board and what you guys do. I love how you tied in the senses. I've never thought about that before, but yeah, gardening really ties in almost all of your senses. If you're gardening outside, you're probably hearing birds or things like that. So you're hearing, you're touching the soil, you're smelling the soil, The if it's herbs or whatever, you're, you're smelling the, the produce and the foods. And then of course you get to, if it's berries or something, you, you gotta <laughs> taste a few of them while you're picking them. So yeah, I never thought about how all five senses are really pulled together in garden. It's funny as we're talking about different projects that we've all kind of worked on, like the different sensory things that we're starting to bring into programs, the sensory, the touch, it is such a multifaceted thing that the sensory, whether you're talking about soft play sensory or sensory skills to help an adult or versus a child, there's really a lot with gardening that touches upon that. Feeling the dirt, you know. Especially with... Um maybe participants that struggle with cognitive abilities or memory, they try to, they, you can read a lot of places that um, smell will trigger or connect to memories in the brain um, pretty much faster than any other uh, sense uh, outside of hearing. So if you're hearing music or you're hearing something that sounds familiar to you, your brain will connect and help to rebuild synapses that way. Um, so having those kinds of sensory things, um, members remember growing up in the garden with their, their parents or whatever, and it can help to, to connect those, those memories that maybe they forgot about. What are some ways you can navigate potential limitations or challenges with horticultural therapy? I think um, with any type of therapy, um, it's all done on an individual basis and um, individuals' needs or um, hopes from uh, these therapeutic tasks are all going to be different. So you just have to start really from square one with each individual um, and learn where their limitations are and learn where they are hoping to get. Um, because once you can learn about the individual, putting them together in a group project, it, it will make sense when everybody feels like they are seen and heard for who they are. Um, 
it's when people don't feel that way, I feel that um, it becomes more difficult or becomes a potential challenge. When everybody feels like they're being respected, that they're being heard, that they're being understood, um, that's really when, when it starts to take off and it really becomes a positive outcome for, for individuals. I've heard of a few of them coming back and telling me about um, you pointing out a strength that they have. And that's, a, I think, a key piece, too. It's not just each, each of these things is an important part of that therapeutic approach, whether it's becoming part of the team or that you, you, you didn't touch on and maybe you didn't realize, but mm -hmm. I wanted you to know. Mm -hmm. when, you're, when you point out their strengths, too, that's a big piece of building the, their confidence or their feeling like they're a part of. Hey, thank you so much for joining us and insight into how the wellness garden can really make a difference with an individual in the recovery process and how our agency utilizes it to assist individuals in their optimal pathways towards wellness. Is there anything else you'd like to share today? Drink some water, stand in the sun, Give somebody a compliment. We're all basically houseplants with complicated emotions. And remember, you matter. There are resources available. And don't be afraid to reach out. Join us for our next show, How Creativity Benefits Mental Wellness. Visit us on our socials and our website, www.ascendmw.org, for all of the latest information, newsletters, resources, and podcasts.